0: For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you as we continue the theme that we started on Monday morning, and that is that our Jewish people have celebrated the Feast of Shavuot, as we call it, Pentecost, And we started looking at Leviticus 23, and again, I encourage you to read that chapter because it is speaking about the appointed times of the Lord, Passover, first fruits, the Feast of Unleavened Bread, Pentecost, the Day of Atonement, the Feast of Trumpets, and ultimately the grand conclusion of everything, the Feast of Tabernacles. And, Junie, these are feasts of the Lord, not just for the people of Israel.
2: What makes them so important, Shelley... Is Jesus said that not a dot, nor dash, nor tittle will pass from the law until they all be fulfilled. And Jesus was our Passover lamb and first fruits, he is the first fruit of the resurrection of the dead. And we see in Shavuot what was promised in uh, Joel, Jesus really fulfilled when he called the disciples to go to the upper room to wait, to be endowed with power from on high. So this week is really an important week of teaching of how we all need to be filled with the Holy Spirit, that we would have more of the Lord in our life, that we would be able to endure to the end, especially in the day and age in which we live.
1: And yesterday we spent some time, Junie, looking at Luke 24. This was taught, We were talking about the two disciples on the road to Emmaus, and Jesus came alongside of them. And then in Luke 24, verse 27, the word says, And beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them things concerning himself and all the scriptures. What an opportunity to understand the word. And then with the other disciples, we read, in verse 44 in Luke 24, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things which are written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. Junior you think that would be the epitome? What more can anybody want than having Jesus explain the word and himself in the, in the Hebrew scriptures? Amen.
2: And it's amazing, Shelley, because the disciples on the road to Emmaus didn't recognize him. Really? They didn't know it was actually Jesus himself speaking to them. And it wasn't until they broke bread together, and for the other uh, disciples that he spoke with, it wasn't until he opened up their minds to understand the scriptures. And I think it's really important for us to see... In that, that when we read the scriptures, we really should pray for the Lord to enlighten us as to the meaning of that scripture and what it means for us in our life. Because the word comes alive. Like Jesus said, you think that there's life in the scriptures, but really the life is in me. So the filling of the spirit that was experienced in the upper room on the day of Pentecost enabled Peter to be a different man and all of the 119 other servants of God who were in that room to really be witnesses for the Lord, even though uh, Israel, Jerusalem, was against them.
1: So we want to transition, let's say, from Luke 24 to Acts chapter 2, because after Jesus opened their understanding, he didn't say, go out and tell everybody about it, but what were his instructions to his disciples? We see that in verse 49 in Luke 24. And behold, I am sending forth the promise of my father upon you, but you are to wait in the city. And you until you are clothed with power from on high. So the thing that's needed along with the word of God is the Holy Spirit of God, who is our teacher. That without the spirit and the word, we're incomplete. And when Jesus walked the earth, he said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. So let's look together, Junie. And if you have your Bibles, look with us. Acts chapter two, and we, we see the fulfillment of what was spoken in Leviticus and what Joel prophesied in chapter two.
2: When the day of Shavuot or Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues of fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit was giving them utterance.
1: Now there were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when this sound occurred, the multitude came together and were bewildered, because they were each one hearing them speak in his own language. And they were amazed and marveled, saying, Why are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we each hear them in our own language to which we were born? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the districts of Libya around Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them in our own tongues speaking of the mighty deeds of God. And they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to one another, what does this mean? So here we see the gift of tongues which was given to the 120 and then it spread miraculously across the earth. And we need to understand because I know many Christians don't believe that speaking in tongues is for today or the baptism of the Spirit. But what was given to the church initially is available to all of us today. So here we see an outpouring of the Spirit as Joel prophesied in one of the manifestations of of being baptized in the Holy Spirit is speaking in a heavenly language. And praise God for that language, Junie.
2: And they were not only baptized in the Holy Spirit, Shelley, they were baptized with fire. And I think being baptized with fire helps us to endure. It's um, It gives a power and an enablement for um, us to take persecution or opposition, which is exactly what the 120 faced from the day they were um, baptized in the Holy Spirit and with fire. Amen. And Peter became another man because he had denied the Lord three times, which he thought he would never do. And we're all capable in and of ourselves of denying the Lord for many reasons. For Peter, it was fear of the Jews. For us, it could be fear of um, just life in general, or we make a mistake and rather than confessing our sin and asking forgiveness, we try to cover it up. But with the power of God, with the filling of the Spirit and the baptism of fire, he actually causes us to be honest and forthright, and his life becomes more of our life than our own life.
1: Amen. And there's two great questions we want to bring up in the book of uh, Acts, chapter 2. And, we, and I just read one. And they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, saying to, not, to one another, what does this mean? And we're going to get to the second question shortly. But we need to see that when we don't understand something or something new happens, we should ask ourselves, what does this mean?
2: Or ask the Lord, oh, what does <laughs> this mean? Absolutely.
1: So then we go on in Acts, chapter 2, two and Peter taking his stand with the 11, raised his voice and declared to them, men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give heed to my words. For these men are not drunk as you suppose, for it is only the third hour of the day, nine o'clock in the morning. But this is what was spoken of through the prophet Joel. And then Peter just spoke of what was spoken of by Joel in Joel chapter 2. And he goes on and he says, men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst just as you yourselves know. This man delivered up by the predetermined plan and knowledge of God, you nailed to a cross by the hands of godless men who put him to death and God raised him up again putting an end to the agony of death. And since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. So we see they, they understood the power and they were empowered because they got filled. They got baptized in the Holy Spirit and became, like you just said, Janine, new man. Peter, who was a coward, now became bold as could be.
2: And what's so important too, Shelley, is I think we should read uh, verses 17 to 21 because it tells us, in chapter 2 of Acts, what Joel said. And basically, it's this. And it shall be in the last days, God said, that I will pour forth of my spirit on all mankind. So we see, Shelley, we are living in the end of this age, the last days. And it is God's heart for every listener and for you and me for God to pour out his spirit on us. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, I will in those days pour forth my spirit, and they shall prophesy And I will grant wonders in the sky above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and vapor and smoke. And you know, that day has not come yet, Shelley, but it will come. And how we need to see that God's spirit will enable us to endure. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord shall come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will Hallelujah. be saved. So it is really a call that we would call upon the name of the Lord that we might be saved and Shelley filled with the Holy Spirit Amen. and baptized with fire that we would be able to endure the day and the age in which we're living.
1: Thank you, Lord. Father, Father, we pray that every one of our listeners, if they have not been filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit, would cry out to God. Yes, Lord. That this is vital for today, especially for the days that we're entering into, as Junie just spoke right out of Acts chapter 2. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for sending Jesus. Yes. And thank you when Jesus returned to you, you sent the Holy Spirit. We thank you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.